Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, busy show. Solid updates on DeMar Hamlin's condition, improving, but that's about all we have, according to the Buffalo Bills. NFL leaning towards cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game. There's no Thursday night football. We'll talk to Nate Burleson, CBS Morning the uh, CBS Morning Show and NFL and CBS former NFL player join us coming up a little bit. Former NFL quarterback Mark Sanchez a little bit later on as well. We have a new affiliate, uh, proud to be in D.C., 1190 iHeart Sports D.C., the uh, new all-sports format starting today, home of D.C. United. Uh, the program director, uh, Dennis Glasgow. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I remember that guy from Portland. Yeah. Big D. Yeah. D yeah. money. Yep. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Be back in uh, Washington, D.C. Yes, Paul. Do you remember the D.C. trip you and I took and Seton and Fritzy were back here the first month, maybe a month into this, the new version of the Dan Patrick show? I think it was 07, and we were down there at the station down there. And we met John Thompson, the great coach oh, yeah. of Georgetown in person. Yeah. And he walked in and just blocked out the doorway. <laughs> and I, I wanted to see the towel over his shoulder. I was, I was so geeked. That was great. Yeah. I got to know John a lot more, a lot closer uh, later in his life. But it helped being friends with Patrick Ewing. And, uh, you know, John's very intimidating. Always was intimidating. But I think because I had a friendship with Patrick Ewing, John was a little bit more, well, less suspicious of me because I was a member of the media. But he had that big booming voice, and he, but he sat down. It's like, okay, hi, coach. Good to see you. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Mention the guest list. Got a poll question. Play of the day. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, giving away another Sprinter van at the Super Bowl. Doesn't cost you anything. Go to danpatrick.com and sign up. Uh, I don't know if we're going to drive the Sprinter van out there cross country to Phoenix, but uh, we will have the Sprinter van out there and give it away. Go to uh, danpatrick.com. As Fritzy likes to say, give it away, give it away, give, give it, it away. Give it away now. Thank you, Todd. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting for you <laughs> at your local dealer. Is that new? Had he done that before? That No, he had not. Chili peppers? Yeah. yeah. That's way too new for him. <laughs> that was just a spontaneous routine we just did there. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Do you know who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are? Yeah, they sing, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Okay, give me one member of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Drummer, Brian. Brian. Okay. All right. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. All right, Brian. Close, close enough. You Finally. people in D.C., this is more of this to come. <laughs> yeah, we apologize. Are we still on in Washington, D.C.? That's for an hour. Yeah, that's it. it's four, four minutes in. I don't know if we're still on. Uh, Flea, ever heard of Flea? I have heard of Flea. Isn't he a sports fan, too, Flea? Yes, yes. big Laker fan. Yeah. Yes, Paul. The drummer, is that, see and help me out, Chad Smith, is that the guy who looks like Will Ferrell? From yeah, the, yeah, Chili exactly. Peppers? Yeah. Or vice versa? Yeah. Chad, not Brian. Did I say yeah. Brian? I'm Close. a Chad. Yeah. Chad. Anthony Kiedis? Heard of him? 
there's Roach and there's Bug and Flea and Grasshopper. I love all those guys. They kick ass. My fault. My fault. Never should have done it. My fault. Flea. Let's start over. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome to the program. The uh, momentum is building for cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game. Mike Florio had some great information. So they're talking about the postponement of the game, the Bills and the Bengals. They would not make it up and uh, play at a later date, which I think is smart. I think it's difficult to have them come back to Cincinnati, play that game. You know, what is the perfect decision? I don't think we have one. If we get better news on DeMar Hamlin, it makes it a little bit easier to reschedule that game, have them come back and resume that game. Current momentum is pointing towards not resuming the game and declaring it a no contest. So playoff seating would then be determined based on the outcome of the uh, Week 18 games. What that means is the Chiefs would capture the number one seed by beating the Raiders on Saturday. The Bills would be the top seed by beating the Patriots on Sunday if the Chiefs would lose Saturday. Now, here's where it gets a little more complicated, but stay with me. A Bills loss and a Bengals win over the Ravens Sunday would give Cincinnati the number two seed. And the Bengals would then secure eclipsing the Bills based on the uh, strength of victory tiebreaker. So that would set up a potential Bills-Bengals game in Cincinnati in the divisional round. And looking at this as, you know, you have to look at this a variety of ways. You know, you have to look at the sensitivity of what's going on, the players, are you going to play this game? But also look at the business of this. Because at the end of the day, it comes back to the business of the NFL. And the PR. If you said to the NFL, don't have the game, you know, cancel it, and maybe the Bengals and Bills meet in the playoffs. There's your ideal situation there. And you won't catch much heat. Because... If you said, hey, we want you guys to come back after week 18 and we're going to resume the game, it, you know, a standalone game, well, that's, that'll be difficult. That'll be dangerous. And you don't know the status of DeMar Hamlin. I think the NFL is doing what is right. You know, I, I, it feels right, at least in my opinion, that, you know, let's not play the game, let's have winning percentage. Take care of business this weekend. We'll sort it all out. It might not seem fair, but then sports isn't always fair. Air to the side of caution with the health of a player who's still in the hospital. And that way, the Bills, let the Bills move forward. Because if they have to go back to play Cincinnati, go back to where this happened, I, I really think that's asking a lot. Let them go forward, play the Patriots game, and then kind of see where they stand with all of this. Uh, and maybe you beat the Bengals in the divisional playoff round. But that's the momentum that is building right now, according to uh, Mike Florio. We'll have a poll question, and uh, our play of the day is coming up. I don't know the time frame of when the NFL will officially decide this and rubber stamp it and say, we're not going to have that game played. But I'm guessing you'd probably need to have it later today, tomorrow at the latest, just to be fair to these teams. But as we move forward, having the opportunity to have those two teams play again and have a fresh start to that, hopefully we get uh, you know, continue to get better news about DeMar Hamlin's health as well. So, no Thursday night football, and I think that's a good thing. I think no Thursday night football, given everything that's happened, is good. Let's just... Focus on the important things here, a player's health coming out of the hospital, hopefully. Hopefully he gets to see all of the donations that have happened to uh, his charity there. But uh, his overall safety, uh, the well-being of a football team, trying to kind of put it all together and go out there and play a very important game against a divisional rival in the Patriots. Uh, so that's what we have as far as Hamlin, the NFL, the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game. Is uh, feels like it's in the offing. Yeah, yeah, Paul. One poll question we were kind of workshopping is, yeah, some, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised tonight when they turn on their TV and there's no Thursday Night Football or their streaming service and no Thursday Night Football. For those who are not in favor of Thursday Night Football for whatever, 
health reasons or the schedule or how the games aren't that good, are you going to be bummed out tonight when you're like, oh, that's separate from what happened the other night? I'm saying, I think people have come to rely on Thursday night football to a point. I don't like Thursday night football, but I would miss. You watch it every week. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think it's fair to the players to have a Thursday night game. Just don't. Never thought that way. Uh, you know, I think the quality has improved, but the quality's improved because the teams have improved. It it used to be, or at least felt like, hey, uh, who are we going to stick on Thursday night? Now you have some pretty good matchups there. But uh, what poll question are we going to go with today? Any suggestions from the back row? Seton? Uh, well, I think you guys were just hitting it, but we could do one off of the uh, what direction the NFL could go into. Okay. Um, they should cancel the Bills-Bengals game or explore other options. Okay. Uh, that's where they are right now. What else do we have? It does seem to make sense, though, that like both of those teams could theoretically, I don't know, forfeit the game. But they're both in the playoffs. That Imagine if the Bengals were trying to get into the playoffs and needed it, then all of a sudden it becomes a tougher decision there. But you're going with winning percentage. I'm okay with it. And if, uh, yeah, right, the the Bills or the Bengals somehow end up getting, a, say, a road game instead of a home game or whatever, I don't really think they're going to care all that much about that kind of thing. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't think the Bengals care. I mean, the way they play, I don't think they have a problem going, all right, where are we going? We got to go to Kansas City? All right, we'll go to Kansas City. We're going to Buffalo? All right, we'll go to Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo, it's a little bit trickier because that's your teammate. But I do think the NFL, looking at the possibility of the Bills and Bengals with a rematch in the divisional playoff round, that would be uh, probably an ideal situation. All right. Uh, yes, Paulie. How about this? I haven't worked out. All right. Are, are the Bears shutting down Justin Fields, their quarterback, because of an actual hip injury or to give themselves a better chance to get a better draft pick this weekend? Okay. What do you think the actual decision is based on? To get the number one pick <laughs> in the draft. He didn't seem to have a big hip injury on Monday, and then Wednesday comes, and all of a sudden he's... Is that where they tell him, hey, limp, you got to start limping? Oh, the other, huh? the other hip. Which, 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 which one did I hurt? The left one. No, no, right one. Right one, right now Nate Peterman gets the call. How do you think Nate Peterman feels? Hey, you know, we're going to sit down, Justin. You know, he's a little banged up. Uh, we want to lose the game. So uh, do your bestest-ish out there, Nate. Yes, I love the idea that they bring it like they have a, a player, we'll say a quarterback, and they're like, look, you are just way too valuable, okay? And one, we need to we need to protect you from injury. We don't want anything to happen to you, okay? Because you're way too valuable to the future of this franchise. Nate, get out there. Get out there. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> good, good luck. How Nate, about, if, you're up. If you're resting your good players, and then all of a sudden coach <laughs> yeah. comes by and goes, uh, you're going to sit down, you're going to sit down. Yeah. Uh, how about me, coach? No, you're playing. Yeah, no, you're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we can lose you. Yeah. yeah, Paul. With Justin Fields' scrambling ability, he got sacked seven times last week. Nate Peterman runs like oh, me. Man. He's going to get sacked seven times during the national anthem. Peterman. Peterman. Uh, uh, so I guess playing him, Justin Fields doesn't get the uh, single-season rushing record for quarterbacks. Wow. But uh, the, the Bears have a chance for the number one pick in the draft. Or at worst, number two pick in the draft, Paulie? Yeah, I think, well, if they happen to win the game. Okay, but wait. Now, what's the, what's the line? Because it was the Vikings minus one. But I think that was Monday. The Peterman factor? I don't – I got to believe that the Vikings are going to be maybe a three- or four-point favorite now. What does that say about the Vikings? <laughs> they started out, I think, as a one-point favorite against the Bears in Chicago. And now without Justin Fields, could we check, see what DraftKings has on that? Feels exactly right, though, for the Vikings, doesn't yeah, it? I know. How are they like the – are they 12 and – 12 and 4. Twelve and four, are they the worst twelve and four team in NFL history? Hot take. Yes, Paulie. Uh The Vikings are favored now by seven and a half oh, over the Bears. Okay, the slap in the face okay. to Nathan Peterman. Yeah, Peterman. Not on my watch. <laughs> this program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes Benz, the family of unrivaled vehicles, waiting for you at your local dealership. All right, phone calls eight seven seven three DP show operator Tyler standing by, emails, tweets. Say good morning 
those watching on Peacock, that's our streaming partner, or chatting on Chat Row. We appreciate that. Play nice there. And our radio affiliates around the country as we add D.C., and that's 1190 iHeart Sports D.C., so we're close to 400 radio affiliates around the country. We'll take a break. One of our favorites, Nate Burleson, will join us, get his thoughts on contingency plans for the NFL with the Bengals and the Bills, his thoughts about that, and other items coming up. 15 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Instagram is one of the top apps, online entertainment, connecting with others. But also one of the top apps that cyber criminals use to run online scams. This is what they're doing. They ask for money telling you that you won a prize or a gift card, asking you to apply for a job or sending a link to an unsafe website. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every single day. That's why you need LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you might not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. If you become a victim and you will have a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to help you fix it. Keep this in mind with LifeLock. Protect yourself. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Uh, Nate Burleson, one of our good buddies, a very busy man. NFL Today on CBS, Nickelodeon, NFL Network analyst, CBS morning host, and a former NFL wide receiver. And I don't know if there's another guy who's ever played in the NFL, who played in a playoff game with the Lions, the Seahawks, and the Vikings. Nate Burleson joins us now. Are you the only man who's ever played in the NFL who's played in playoff games for those three teams? 
I might be. I might be. I don't know if that says a, a lot about me as a talent or a lot about the fact that I played for multiple teams throughout <laughs> my 11-year career. But either way, though, I, you know, I'm thankful that I actually had a chance to taste the playoffs because we know a lot of guys that balled out in this league that never got to the postseason. But I'm glad to be here. It's good to see you again. I'm, I'm upset that I can't do it in person, but thank you for having me on. Uh, how are the kids? They're good. They're good. The kids are doing good. Uh, I have two older boys who are in high school playing varsity basketball together. They just finished varsity football together. And if you check out my IG. Oh, no, I saw me. it yesterday. Oh! I saw I saw dad going crazy when uh, one of your sons went in for backdoor cut and uh, and dunked. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I was uh, doing what the kids do, which is head top. He caught a body, as they like to say, um, you know, and he, he, he climbed the ladder and, and shoved it down. Listen, I, I get it. There's parents that are there to casually enjoy the game. That ain't me. I am going to show up and show out for my boy, especially when he shocks the gym like that. And they shot one of the best teams in Jersey. So I had a good time watching. Is he playing basketball or football in college? The wild thing is. He chose to play wide receiver. He's 6'3", pure shooter, and as you can see, he got hops. But he thought to himself, 6'3", wide receiver, mm -hmm. as long as I improve in college and put some strength on, I'll have a chance to go to the league. Here, here's the, the twist in his, um, his decision to go to the University of Nevada and play wide receiver. One of the coaches there for the football team said, look, we know you're one of the top shooters in Jersey. You can play basketball here if you want. I think at that point, he said, oh, they must really want me if they said I can play two sports in college. I like that. Yeah. What conversation did you have with your uh, sons about what happened in Cincinnati Monday night? You know, it was a, a tough conversation. I'll take you inside the kitchen. Um, I'm sitting there. This is maybe an hour after it all went down. And we're talking about DeMar Hamlin and his family. And, and we're just praying and sending good vibes, crossing our fingers, just hoping that we get good news sooner than later. My wife is sitting there and she just kind of, projects into the air you know this is why it's tough to watch our kids play football this is why i don't want them to play football mm. my 16 year old who is 6'4 200 tight end dn he loves the sport and he's, he's he paused for a second he said mom i'm going to play football and then he followed it by saying you know this is a rarity it doesn't happen often and you know i in that moment when my wife said that there was two sides in me one side fully agreed with her and validated her feelings because part of me felt that way. But then there was another side of me um, and, and just being honest and transparent with me. I thought to myself, man, this is, this is what we signed up for. Not necessarily that. I'm not talking about DeMar Hamlin being on the ground, the medics coming out, you know, performing CPR, not that part of it. But injuries, no matter where on the spectrum they fall, everything from your run-of-the-mill sprained ankle to concussions, broken bones, or tore ligaments. We sign up for all of that. Nate, I say this to my audience usually a couple of times a year, at least once a year. If you stood on the sidelines of an NFL game, you would never let your son play football because the sounds, the speed, football doesn't do it justice. It, it, it doesn't. You know, when you're watching it at home, even with the microphones and the, the 4K cameras, it, it, it doesn't really put it into perspective until you're watching it in person. I remember being removed from the game and, and going into retirement and just doing studio work for like the first two or three years. And I finally went to a game. It took me about three years to go to a game, sit on the sideline and work. Um, as a sideline reporter for the NFL Network. Now, I remember being there with some people I work with, and I looked over and I said, man, these guys are big and fast <laughs> and strong, and, and these hits, these hits. And one of them looked at me like with this wild <laughs> facial expression and said, bro, you used to do that. What yeah. are you talking about? And for a quick second, I forgot that I was one of those guys who went out there and put everything on the line. Because they did get so much bigger and faster and stronger since the last time I played. I'll give you another story. And I don't want to hit you with too many stories. I want to answer every question you throw my way. But I remember uh, my second year in the league, I got banged up pretty good. This is Minnesota Vikings, Nate. Black and blue division, NFC North. And the OGs, the vets, um, you know, they were saying, whenever you play within this division, 
teams like Green Bay, the Lions, especially Chicago and Chicago, they call it black and blue because your body will be black and blue. I played in one of those division games and my body was beat up. The next day in the weight room, I'm on the bench press. One side of my body is lifting up the weight. The other side is struggling. I'm just like, what is going on? I changed the weight, decreased it. Same thing. I just could not lift with the right side. Somebody recommended going to a chiropractor. I go to this chiropractor. They hook me up. Got all these tubes and, and these patches and electrodes and all kind of stuff measuring my muscle function. On the right side of my body, it was about 15% muscle activity. So at some point, I must have pinched some nerve that shut down most of the right side of my body, all of the muscles that I used to move with. So that kind of explained it. You know, it was shocking, but it explained it. I'm like, okay, that's why I'm struggling to lift weights in the weight room. And then the chiropractor said something I would never forget. He said, um, you know, you know, playing this, this game is rough. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been playing it my whole life. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, going through what you go through, it's like, it's like getting in a car accident. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, it's like getting in a car accident. I'm like, wow, getting in a, playing an NFL season is like getting in a car accident. He's like, no, 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 no. Every time you get hit, it's like getting into a car accident. And I was like, well, we, and at that we, point, and, and we talk it, about it, concussions, but right. really we should be talking about car wrecks to let people understand exactly what, you know, that feeling is like. It's not just your head trauma, if you have one, yeah. it's your body trauma. But I was also wondering about this, the bigger picture, the serious picture with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, yeah. By the way, we're talking to uh, Nate Burleson of CBS. Hopefully he gets out of the hospital. But yes. he's in his second year. Who's going to take care of him? Like, mm. like he's not vested. Would he have to have three years in the NFL now? So, yep. and and there's been a, a lot of stuff that's talked about on social media that let's you know prayers are great, but what happens to Demar Hamlin if he comes out? Hopefully, can't play football. Then what happens? Medical costs there. I know Ryan Shazier that, you know, the Steelers honored his contract and made him sort of a goodwill ambassador. But I, I think looking, you know, no guaranteed contract here. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Like, that's the reality of all of this. Not necessarily prayers, but hopefully he comes out. And then what is life like for this man? Yeah. What if DeMar Hamlin wasn't a guy that set up a GoFundMe for his charity and wasn't active in the community? and didn't bring in the same type of money that he brought in. I think it's upwards to six or seven million dollars yeah. that maybe he can lean on financially once he gets done. But what if what if he's a guy that didn't have that, that outpouring of support financially from all over the world? That's the biggest question. You're spot on, DP. I, I just feel like when when guys are playing this game and the money isn't guaranteed and some young guys like this who are still trying to catch their footing and then secure a bag, the first bag, their first contract, what happens if it all ends like that? And that's why we fight for lifetime insurance. And, and it seemed far-fetched when guys first started saying it, but when you really pay attention to the game, it is so necessary. So you need three years, three games, the three and three, to get vested for, what, five years of insurance after you get done playing? And then after that, you're going to have to figure it out? We play our whole lives our whole lives playing football to try to make it to the league, I think we should be rewarded with the rest of our lives being protected in an insurance policy that can help us with all of the aches and pains. One of the first meetings I ever remembered in the NFL was somebody coming in and basically hitting us with all the stats. Listen, you're going to die uh, earlier than guys your age that didn't play football because of the game. Most likely you will have arthritis before guys that you went to school with. And when it comes to major surgeries, whether it's a knee replacement, a hip replacement, you will be more likely to get those major procedures when it comes to you being done with football compared to guys your age. And with all that said, hmm. this young, you know, cocky, full of himself, ego-driven, elite mindset, top 1% of an athlete, we're all sitting there like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's good to hear, but it ain't going to be me. You feel me? It ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be me. 
And 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 that's how we think until you get on that field and you realize, oh, it yeah. might be me. Did they do the right thing? Are they going to do the right thing in the NFL? It feels like momentum is building to not make the Bills and Bengals resume that game, play that game again, that we just wipe it out and we do winning percentage for the uh, the seeded teams in the AFC. Yeah, that's the right move. At this point, who cares about the result of what that game would have been? I mean, more importantly, uh, I, I, I'm more concerned about the, the freedom that these guys are going to need to play with. And by that, I mean the physical freedom, going out there, pushing your body to play the game after seeing something like that. Um, but more importantly, the mental freedom. What about the mental health of these guys? You know, when, when all that happened, of course, at the forefront is DeMar Hamlin and his family. Let me say that. Be very clear. So I don't want to seem insensitive or dismissive. But then I started thinking about the players watching, tears streaming down their faces, sitting on knees, and then you look at the coaches and the staff. And then I started thinking about the stands, the fans, the adults and the kids. And then my mind just opened up, and I'm like, what about everybody at home? That is traumatic for everybody involved. So if you know that it is traumatic visually to see something as jarring as that, these players, they need resources to at least have the option to go talk to somebody and then go back out on the field and do their job. Because with all of that said, I hate to say it, but it's something we say a lot in this business and media, and it applies to all sports. The show must go on because these guys get paid to play football. If I let you come back and play with one quarterback, one game, current quarterback. That is a tough question. Um, sheesh Patrick Mahomes it has to be because traditional drop back five steps seven step I know if I hit my mark he's going to put that ball exactly where I need it I'll catch it in stride it'll hit me in between the numbers I'll run to the end zone but more importantly if I come out of that break and I'm playing up against a top tier DB somebody that's draped all over me some young, cocky cornerback like Sauce Gardner or a vet like Jalen Ramsey, who really did a great job on that route. He breaks the pocket. Patrick Mahomes is now rolling left. I get a secondary route. I'm getting I'm getting draped all over, and then all of a sudden I see Pat move. Now I get to spin out of that and go to the end zone. There's no way. I don't care how good you are as a cornerback. There's no way you can stop me running two routes in one play. Sometimes I have time to run three. I'm going here, here, and then I'm breaking deep because of the scramble rules that Patrick Mahomes plays with. So I would say Patrick Mahomes, it gives me more opportunity to make big plays. But you could say you caught some passes from Tom Brady. Yeah, but I, listen, he's going <laughs> he, 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 to hit me. He's going to hit me on the spot. I'm going to, I'm going to catch the ball, get the first down. I want big plays though. I want them big plays. Are you younger than Brady? I am younger than Brady. Yeah, I think Brady's mid mid forties. I'm forty one. How crazy! I've is always that? wanted to play in New England, though. I always listen. There was when I was a free agent. I was a free agent, free agent twice. When I was a free agent, my name floated around in the papers. They're like, "Who's interested in Nate Burleson?" The fact that the Patriots showed just interest. I never got a call. My agent never said they really were interested. It was in the papers, and I felt like I made it. And I was in the middle of the NFL, playing for teams, legitimately getting paid. But I was like, ooh, the Patriots like me. They're watching me. They know who I am. You could have played with Tom Brady. I could have. I could have. Well, listen, if I come out of retirement, I still can. He's playing until he's 50. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know that. Do you think he plays next year? Hell yeah. Where? Listen. Three spots. Um... San Francisco, Tampa, of course. I would love to see Bruce come down from the booth. You had a year off. Come on, Bruce. Tom needs you. Oh, wow. Or back to New England. Those are the three spots. Not Vegas. Nah, I don't see Tom going to Vegas, man. I I just, you know, I I just don't see it. it. It would be great, though, because you have a premier receiver and then you have a great running back at Josh Jacobs. I just, I just don't see it. I, why would he go back to New England? Have you seen that offense? I've seen that offense, but if you have somebody that come in and call that offense the way that Tom they wants have to no call weapons, it. Nate. I mean, you'd have to ask Edelman and Grunt to come back. <laughs> yeah, listen, they'll go get some 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 guys at free agency. They'll they'll work in the draft like they always do. But no, more importantly, no. it might be listen, it might be bigger than football. <laughs> he wants a hero's welcome. 
Every city we're naming, every city we're naming. If if he doesn't play well in, in San Francisco, they'll turn their back. If he doesn't play well in Vegas, they'll turn their back. If he goes back to New England, no matter what happens, they will love him. There, okay, you got Purdy Magic. Are you telling me if they would go to the Super Bowl that they would go, you know, we're gonna we're gonna bring in Tom here. They already got enough of a mess there with Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Listen, if, if Purdy takes them to the Super Bowl, it's a wrap. Now, I don't, I don't even think Trey Lance is seeing the field, and Garoppolo is gone. Gail King would be a skilled position player for the Patriots right now. No doubt, because she she does her job. What what do they say? Do your <laughs> do job. Do your job. She does it to the best best <laughs> of her ability. No doubt. Uh, great to talk to you. Good to talk great to, to you. Talk. Too, and, I appreciate uh, you, man. Good, good luck with your sons, and uh, congrats on your success. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you always leading the way. Thank you. That's Nate Burleson, NFL Today on CBS, the CBS Morning Show, former NFL wide receiver. We'll take a break. We have our play of the day coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. I know we're a couple of days into January, but do you have your New Year's resolution? And if you don't, I've got one for you. How about all the family's treasured videotapes and photos tucked away in a closet that you've been meaning to preserve, but you're not sure how to do it? Where to start? Well, Legacy Box. They make all of this so easy for you. You send Legacy Box camcorder tapes, film reels, pictures. Then you're going to get back digital copies that can be easily enjoyed, shared, organized. It's like magic. And once you do it, you're going to go, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Nobody better than Legacy Box. They've helped over a million customers safeguard their past. Plus, all the work is done here in the United States. They have a team of over 200 trained technicians. Important moments, film reels, tapes, pictures. Don't lose out. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Get an exclusive discount just for my listeners. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Uh, let's bring in Mark Sanchez, Fox NFL analyst, and uh, he did the 49ers-Raiders game last week. On the call for the Rams at the Seahawks this Sunday on Fox. Best defensive lineman you faced was who? Oh, man. Good morning. Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year, too. Yes. Um, I mean, are we talking interior guys or like specific pass rushers? Because I feel like it's edge. If you talk interior guys, you're talking like it's like a Shaq versus Kobe debate, you know, where they're very different, like specialized in their own stuff. Um, edge rusher. But the interior guys, gosh, Haloti Nada was a monster. He had about a five year run there where nobody could touch that dude. Uh, and when he landed on you, it really hurt him. <laughs> Charles Rogers, you know, those big guys, Vince Wilfork. Um, God, I remember trying to uh, to peel back and block him because he got free on like a pitch <laughs> toss to Thomas Jones reverse to either Brad Smith or Stucky or somebody my rookie year. And I peeled back and here comes Wilfork 75. And boom, I tried to hit him. I got the worst stinger. <laughs> my arm like my whole arm went numb and i just remember looking at him and like i didn't move at all like or he didn't move at all i was like hitting a brick ball and he was just like bad career move little fella <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right you're right um so i i keep those you know when i want to say something a little too racy on um on Fox during the game, sometimes I'll just think to myself, and I can hear Vince Wilford, <laughs> bad career move, little bad fella. Um, edge rushers, gosh. Uh, when uh, when Math, uh, who were the two guys from the Colts? When Math, uh, Rasheed Mathis and Freeney. or not Rasheed Mathis, um, Robert, Dwight Freeney and Robert, and Mathis. Robert Mathis. Excuse me, yeah. yeah. Uh, both of those guys were were tough, man, and we had to play them a couple times, but they'd you know crisscross in the backfield one high one low so they didn't run into each other and generally you know they're trying to just run into me um man Suggs was a monster for a little bit there um I'm probably leaving guys out and I'll feel bad later on but I try not to think about them (laughs) (laughs) uh no offense to them you did the 49ers Raiders game uh can you see the Raiders moving on from Derek Carr in the offseason Oh, I, I thought that was a foregone conclusion now um, with the way things transpired. Not just the game and the way Stidham played. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think the the ugliest side of this league is what we saw the other night with DeMar Hamlin, and we hope he's okay. It sounds like he's getting better. The second ugliest thing is the way, you know, the business side kind of comes out and the money side and the – Hey, you know, when it comes down to dollars and cents, that's just the way it's going to work out. For a guy like Derek Carr, he's been the steadiest piece of that organization probably for the past decade and always taking the high road, uh, you know, always falling on the sword, always protected other people. You know, you can tell he's he's emotionally invested and all in after his press conferences and stuff. He's just, he loves it. He loves his team. And then for that kind of breakup to happen, it hurts, you know, as a quarterback, you're like, dang, because as soon as you get drafted to a team, you just have this like pie in the sky dream of I'm going to be here forever. I'm going to be the Jets guy. Like I'm going to make a name for myself and, and win games with my guys like for a long time. And I'm going to retire here and my name's going to be in the ring of honor and I'm going to the Hall of Fame and we're going to win Super Bowls. Like that's just immediately what you think. And so it obviously doesn't always work out like that. Um, and for Derek Carr, the thing he has going for him is, you know, I think whoever gets him, he's going to be in a situation where kind of like Matt Stafford was kind of like Kirk Cousins was like, they've had this amazing production with this team, but then people are just like, they have these questions about him. Like, is he good? Is he not good? And I remember when Stafford was leaving Detroit and people like, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know if he can win a Super Bowl. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like he's got one of the best arms I've seen in the last decade or more. Who can easily win a Super Bowl. And that's the way I feel about, Derek Carr, I feel like he can easily win a team a Super Bowl with the right 
team assembled, the right coordinator, the right defense and all that. And it's not like you're having to, you know, play to a young rookie who, who can't understand the game or doesn't, you know, we have to, we have to um, hamstring our offense just to let him function. You know, it's not like you're, you're trotting out somebody new. This guy's been doing it for a while. So um, I think he's going to have plenty of suitors and um, but he'll definitely move, land on his feet. You normally don't move on unless you know what your plan is. Okay, if you move yeah, on that, from him. <laughs> I'm quitting my job. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. Crap. Now what? Yeah. yeah. The best time to look for a job is when you have a job. But Exactly right. So I don't know what the Raiders are doing. If, you, if they think there's a real chance that they could get Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, either one of those guys or I guess if they want to, you know, you got to understand like the new head coach, the new regime, you got to impress them and it's up to them what what the future holds. So they got to have something. They have to have some idea, whether it's, uh, you know, try and bring in Tom, uh, bring in Aaron, bring in, you know, one of these young rookies, but I don't know about their draft capital. If they have juice to get up like that and, and make a move like that, or else they're essentially going to be hamstrung. Almost, almost like the Rams, right? Like we're going all in on Stafford and we'll sell our soul for that Super Bowl ring. And that's the way, that's the way we're going to do it. The next couple of years are going to be wild, but it'll be worth it. And so, you know, that's one plan. The other plan is draft one of these young guys, surround them with talent, and then make a decision on the young guy while you have the, the, the cap space because you're not paying the quarterback. Get everybody else around them. Get the best guys around, the best free agents, you know, draft and develop, and then pay everybody else and then make a decision after year three, year four on your rookie. Does it matter who the quarterback is for the 49ers? <laughs> At this point, no. <laughs> that defense is incredible. And I know they, they slipped up a little bit. I feel like that might have been the best thing that's happened to them in a while. Um, I think they've, they've kind of had cornerback by committee at times. And you saw in that game, um, because of injuries, they've had cornerback corner on defense by committee. Uh, but you saw when the, when the defensive line didn't get their sack numbers, they got no sacks and didn't get quite the pressure because I thought they had a great game plan. I thought the Raiders came into it with a multiple attack. I compared it to the Carnival World Buffet at the Rio uh, Las Vegas uh, Casino because we used to go to that buffet as a kid. I used to thrash that thing. But it's like sushi (laughs) next to your pancakes, next to your enchiladas. And I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Wait, wait, how old are you? You're going to Vegas? You're going to a casino? How old no, are we'd you? Go to, we'd go to Lake Mead. We'd go to Lake Mead in the summer um, on these like houseboat trips with my firefighter, like basically extended family, my dad's firefighter crew and all their families. But we'd always stop there on the way in to Lake Mead. So I used to love that place and thought it was the coolest <laughs> place in the world. Uh, but that's what it, that immediately is what it reminded me of because the Raiders, especially their opening drive, and everybody's multiple on their opening script. But the Raiders were just like from one end of the spectrum to the other. It was like screens, draws, quick game, um, you know, quarterback scramble, uh, toss, sweep, inside zone, outside zone, counter, gap trap runs. And so they're basically giving the 49ers like everything they could handle on those first couple drives. And it was it was amazing. And I hadn't seen that. Maybe all, all the tape I'd watched on the Raiders, I was like, dang, when are they going to move Devontae Adams around? When are they going to? Get Hunter Renfro. I mean, the guy had like 120 catches a couple years ago. Like, what happened to him? Where's he been? Uh, you know, and so when I start breaking down a game or thinking about a game, I think about the team that I've seen, just either highlights or whatever. And I was like, dang, where the heck has Waller been? So I just start writing down questions to myself that I need to answer in the next few games that I start watching, preparing, right? So where the hell's Waller? Where the hell's Renfro? Like, where are the these guys went off a couple years ago? Derek Carr had these guys like in position to win in Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati last year. Where is everybody? You know. So I just thought that game plan looked a little more like when they were successful last year. And so back to the 49ers, when they don't get their pressure and those guys have to cover for a longer period of time, it just makes it harder, right? Your chances of completing passes go up. Your chances of completing deeper passes go up the more time you have. Like those things just make sense, right? So that was the first time somebody's like really challenged them. And the first time Purdy had to play without a lead. That was the first time he was like clawing back to try and get in this game. And my only, my only thing I saw from him that, that he's still learning because he's so young and still trying to figure it out is like that nail in the coffin throw that like classic 
uh, whether it's Stafford or all the great ones like Brady, Manning, whatever, when it's like that third down, that matters, and it's on or you take a shot on first and second down and you're getting a little gutsy as a play caller because things are starting to roll, you get a turnover, boom, and you want to put a team away, nail in the coffin, you know, close the refrigerator, the old chick hern sayings, like it's over and, and knock them out, choke out a team. That's where he's on. That's the only throws he's really like missed to me. And they've all been deep balls. They've all been slightly, slightly underthrown where the DB is like making a play on instead of it's his guy or nobody going away, catching it, walk off, run up the tunnel for us, come pour out of here. So I don't know that that was, that was my only fear for a guy like that, but that's something he can develop. He's still, he's still learning. Talking to Mark Sanchez, Fox NFL analyst. He'll be on the call. Rams at the Seahawks. Trying to understand what's going on with the commanders. They're not going to make the playoffs. Taylor Heineke was going to start against Dallas. And then the report was he went to the coaching staff and said, Sam Howell should get a chance. I mean, Taylor Heineke. But you told them that? Yeah. Mixed reports, but that's from ESPN that he said, hey, why don't we give Sam a chance here? He hadn't played all year long. Taylor Heineke is a free agent. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know if this was akin to sitting out a bowl game here where, you know, let Sam play. I'm okay with that. Or is that just Taylor Heineke's personality where he's like, why don't wow. you, why don't you? I would never want to give somebody a shot. If I didn't have security, I would want to continue to play. What I mean, would, maybe he knows he'd, he'd be there in some capacity. I, I don't know. Um, because he's an excellent guy. I, like, they've given him a chance to start for a long period of time. I don't know Taylor personally. I, his story is incredible. We've called a couple of his games. I've talked to him on just like this on Zoom a couple times, and I've loved him. But me personally, I don't know if, if he's wanting to continue to play in this league, which I'm assuming he is by the way he plays and the passion he shows. I'm a little shocked by that. <laughs> that's, I'd that's, have a hard uh, time doing it. I, I, you know. I would too. I would too, absolutely. And that's, you know, no slide on Sam Howell, but hey, dude, I'm, you know, there's only one of us that gets to play. It ain't like running backs that rotate and receivers and tight ends and all that. It's a different position. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he, maybe he knows, you know, I don't something know. we don't know. I don't know. Uh, the uh, Hall of Fame finalists came out. How do you decide on who's a Hall of Famer or not? Oh, man. <laughs> maybe you're asking the wrong guy. Um, I, I do hear a lot of the, and I shouldn't say like older Hall of Famers, but you know, a couple classes ago, like what are we calling Hall of Fame these days? Like, well, Dion, a couple Pro Bowls, you're a Hall, of, you're a Hall of Famer, like yeah, like Dion. Dion said that. So, that, but how about this? How about you have a penthouse first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer? You are in a different area, like something special there. So then, you know, you don't offend those guys like, oh, this guy's in the same Hall of Fame that I'm in. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Change, change up the uh, like the Tom the Brady, a bit, the, the rooming Tom, situation. Yeah, Tom Brady, <laughs> Jerry Rice, wing, yeah, Reggie White. You know that those guys are in that area, yeah. and then you could have okay, everybody. Then who would be who? Who went in last year? I don't even know. Uh, Tony Baselli went in. Is he, does he not belong with those other guys? I don't know. No, no, no. See, he's like, not a first ballot. He's not Anthony Munoz. Oh, yeah. Munoz. Yeah. Um, and Baselli. I think he's Italian. But he's but he's USC. I, I meant Munoz because oh, oh, he is an SC guy. Okay. Right. Munoz, Sanchez, uh, like there's a chance we're related, baby. Come on. Surprised you didn't, you didn't have a Tulane shirt on uh, today. Oh, dude. Wait, did I say that? Come on. What is that? I, I just, like, come on. I, we were, I was just you lost ask you about to Super Bowl. Tulane. If you're going to be out there, like, I'd love to yes, see you. Yes, but, but you lost to Tulane. You know what happened? Tulane wanted it. That's the most important game oh, in the history no. of Tulane. You know what happened? You know what happened when you feel the punt or a kick return right there? True. There's four things that can happen right there. <laughs> you let it go out of bounds laterally you get great field position or i don't know how it works in college if you get better field position than if it going goes in the end zone but either way it's a touchback or better field position if you catch the ball and advance it okay at least you're not on your own goal line like in the shadow of your own goal post 
Whatever you do, do not fair catch that ball. Like, what, what no, are we no, doing, coach? Don't run a read option on the one-yard line. Either way, that was the first of the calamity of errors. that. But you kept Tulane in the so bad. You kept Tulane in the game. Uh, but then, okay, so we're there. Even after the safety, right, at least the kicker pinned him deep. Like, it was a pretty good kick. Yes. So we're like, okay, sack on first down, let's go. We're good. It was scary there for a second, but we're going to get out of here. You, you need to get some NIL money. Downs, get some NIL money and buy downs. some defense, Mark. And maybe we will. <laughs> well, you better. Why would you send me down that rabbit hole, man? I was having a good day. I felt I... like I put that time. <laughs> uh, this is a teaching moment, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll leave you with this. Lions or the Packers? Ooh. Well, I think, God, on the road in Green Bay at night is going to be so good. Do we have a weather, weather report yet? Cold. Oh, it's going to be cold, baby. Um, God, you, I mean, you want it so bad for, for uh, Coach Campbell and Mark Brunel's their quarterback coach now, you know, so I'm like kind of rooting for them. But then to see what, Aaron's dealt with all year and, you know, just getting pummeled <laughs> every game and getting beat last drive of the game in London. We did that game against the Giants. Like, that was a fun one, and you're just expecting Aaron to come back and then, to, like, have this kind of resurgence. Just make a at pick. At the end of the year, man. Make a pick. I can't do that, man. I don't I'm a waffler. Okay. You know, the better <laughs> so you story. You get mad at me at the, ESPN for waffling. <laughs> <laughs> say no waffling. That's why you, you lost your job at ESPN. You waffled? No, no. But <laughs> Vilma would crush me all the time. And Vilma had no problem doing it. He was just lying. Sure. And I'm like, why? He goes, don't care, but I need to make a pick. And I'm like, bro, how do you do that? I mean, there are people on the Lions watching this. Yeah. They're families. We care about them. Like, He's like, shut up. Lions are a better story. If the Lions, Probably. yeah, they yeah. they are. Rogers, part of this is his own making here, and that's fine. I mean, create the adversity, you know, whatever. It Jordan comes, did it. It comes down to the haircut. I I I think it was a because he tightened everything up. Yes. Yes, and you I think that's it. Yeah, that's I think so that's funny. it. My brother says the same stuff. <laughs> if I get any like stubble, oh my god, really fast. Sorry. We drove up to spring practice. I was a junior in high school. I'm watching Reggie Bush, Matt Viner, all these guys that end up winning the Rose Bowl, uh, Orange Bowl that year. And I decided to grow out this little, like, flavor Patch. saver when I had nothing else, and I'm in high school. My dad pulls over on the 405. He looks at me in the rearview mirror and goes, what is that? And I said, what's what? He goes, this. What is this? Like, I don't know. I was growing it out. Pull over, goes into a gas station, gets one of those old school like dick razors, <laughs> licks his finger, boom, right here, and just goes, <laughs> one little dude. He's like, get that off your face. Like, Damn, man. <laughs> so, Ouch. ever since then, my brothers, you know, my dad, like, you got to keep it high and tight. You ever see Peyton Manning with facial hair, like, you know, clean cut, <laughs> collared shirt, that whole thing? I'm like, holy smokes, man, you can't do anything. So, uh, suffice have, to say, I didn't have my fingernails painted like my man Caleb. Uh, have fun. Rams at the Seahawks. That'll be Sunday on Fox. He's Mark Sanchez. Mark, great to talk to you as always, and uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, in Arizona. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Thank buddy. you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.